0: hey what's up you guys you are listening to the she's going places podcast
1: i'm your host Mackenzie.
0: and i'm your host
1: taylor today we have a super fun guest that i'm going to go ahead and let taylor introduce because she is one of taylor's friends at Samford and actually one of her sorority sisters too. She's
0: my sorority sister y'all you are about to meet Elizabeth and she is the definition of a girl boss. We had so much fun sitting down with her and hearing about squeezies and everything that she's planning on doing with her life. You guys are going to feel so inspired after this episode. I know after we recorded I was like jazzed. I was like okay it's time to start a business. It's time to start doing things. Y'all she's so impressive and she's so amazing. You guys are going to love this episode. Elizabeth, do you want to introduce yourself?
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm Elizabeth. Um, I run Squeezy's Lemonade. I'm from Onsville, Kentucky, a small town in western Kentucky. And I'm 19. I'm a sophomore at Stanford University. And I'm a sister with Taylor in 85. Yeah. So that's how we know each other. And Yeah. Anything else y'all want to know? No,
0: I think that's a perfect (laughs) bio. Honestly, very well done. I don't know if I would be able to ramble off about myself. I would definitely not be able to. No, not at all. Okay. So we wanted to bring Elizabeth on for an awesome episode because she is so much more than just a college student. She is also a business owner. Okay. She's 19 years old. She has her own business and she is literally thriving. And so I'm just, like, so impressed with her. When I found out that she was running this, I, like, had to bring her on the podcast because I just wanted to ask her so many questions just for even me personally, but then I figured y'all would want to hear them, too.
1: Right. Of course. And we just wanted to bring her on here just to inspire you guys, too,
0: that no
1: matter how young you are, you guys can conquer your dreams Mm -hmm. even right now, which is awesome.
0: Okay, Elizabeth, let's get to know you before we jump into Squeezies. (laughs) What were you like when you were little? Like, what did you want to be when you grew up? Like, tell us. Oh, my goodness. What did I want to be when I grew up? I think when I was little, I
2: always wanted to be a teacher Aww. or a doctor. One okay. of those. I remember at, like, preschool graduation, we'd have to, like, tell everybody what we wanted to be. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I told everybody I wanted to be a teacher. And oh. what was the other question?
0: So that was so what were you like when you were like little? Like were you like a little crazy? Were you a little bossy? Were you mild, meek? <laughs> Give us the vibe. Oh, okay. I was definitely bossy.
2: I'm okay. the oldest of three, <laughs> too.
0: So I definitely
2: have the oldest kid vibe. Mm-hmm. And I I've that. definitely had that since
0: the beginning and it's never changed. And it won't. Never. <laughs> wow. We love it. Nope. Okay, so what so you said you wanted to be a teacher and your major is so
2: I'm a pre pharmacy major. Ah, right we love a big change. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: Complete different
2: I'm not, I could not teach.
0: <laughs> That's fine. Honestly, we love an accomplished lady. Okay, so you're pre farm. How is that going?
2: It's going really good. So I'm kind of a chemistry nerd. She's so, so smart, you guys.
0: It kind Give that to kind of,
2: Oh, thanks. <laughs> and like just so that goes right in line with pharmacy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know what I want to do in the pharmacy field. Okay. I'll start pharmacy school next year. So it's a 2-4 program. Yeah. And then I oh. hopefully want to do the dual degree to get the, my MBA with the PharmD. So
0: oh, that's the gosh. goal. Elizabeth. Okay. Did you guys hear <laughs> that? She's going to finish her undergrad in two years and then start pharmacy school as, like, a junior in college, essentially.
1: While she's running a business too, she while she's running a business. Oh my gosh,
0: you are like the definition of a boss lady. Now I feel so intimidated. Um, That's amazing. Kenzie and I are literally communications majors, so like we literally cannot relate any less about you being a farm major. But that's incredible. Science is
1: not our thing whatsoever.
0: Not in the slightest. It's all good. I would not be able to do the whole. PR social media route that people so say that people literally that's like they're <laughs> like counter whenever I'm like I could never do you they're like oh I could never write and I'm like no yes you could yeah, okay. I'm like, you actually could but thank you for the uh courtesy right okay of so confidence. yeah boosted confidence okay so you're a sophomore at Sanford while you're a yeah. boss lady extraordinaire what has Sanford been like for you tell us about your friends like the community that you found
2: Oh, Stanford's been amazing. So I came in, I'm from Kentucky. I didn't know anybody that went here. My aunt went here several, several years ago, but nobody has still left that like she knew or anything. So I was coming in clean slate and just kind of starting from the bottom. And I've met so many friends on my hall freshman year and we are still best friends. Most of us went 80 pie together. Boom, boom, baby. (laughs) Yes, boom, boom. And so now we're living in the house together, and we're just loving life, and I love it here. Yeah. That's
1: so awesome. Why did you decide to go to Sanford, being decently far away from there?
2: Yes, so um, my aunt went to Sanford, like I said, so that's Mm -hmm. how I knew about it, and I knew I wanted to go into pharmacy, and Sanford has an amazing pharmacy school, and I ended up getting accepted into that 2-4 program. So that I can graduate in six years instead of eight. So that was the decision
0: maker for me to come here. Oh my gosh! It's normally eight years. I would do that. I would would snatch that up so quick. (gasps) Yes. Wow. I'm like feel like such like I feel like I'm in like third grade, and I'm like, tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what has that been like now transitioning into being a college student during? A global pandemic and what has that community looked like like as everything's changing and transitioning and adapting
2: oh man so college is definitely a lot different this year there's Mm -hmm. no outings there's nothing really to go to so you're one thing I've noticed is I spend a lot less money on clothes amazing that's a big saver but the community has still been amazing and we've been social distancing and wearing masks but still being able to like gather in groups in a little bit and get to like hang out with all of our friends and see everybody is just such a relief after so long of going without seeing them
1: oh gosh yeah are all of your classes in person taylor all of yours too are they still in person
0: i have two in person okay. uh mine are all hybrid okay, okay. so Except for my biggest class,
2: Concepts is 200 people, and we have that in person. So-
0: concepts. We have a liberal arts school, so there's, like, certain classes that you, like, have to take overall, and Concepts of Fitness and Health is one of them.
2: Yes. So, so fun. that one fun is time. my only full in-person class. Every other one, I go
0: to class every other day, like, every okay. other class period. That's not horrible.
1: Yeah, it's not. Not bad. bad. So what is your Enneagram?
2: Um, I am an Enneagram three. I think two, you think?
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. I've taken several tests. Okay. And that's what we've like landed on. (laughs) Listen. I mean it's not a coincidence that you're a boss lady and you're a three. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's just what I was about to say. Yeah. If you're running
1: a like business while you're in college, you're probably a type three.
0: Most likely. Oh my gosh, that's that makes me so happy. We can talk about that later. Do you know what yeah. wing you are? Okay, that we can't figure out. I don't okay. think I
2: have a wing. Okay. I don't know. I've been hearing thing? more
0: and more people tell me being like, honestly, I just don't think I have one, hmm. yeah, which is like kind completely of what valid. What I, I can't figure it out. Interesting. Y'all, we love the Enneagram over yeah. here. We'll just like geek out about it like literally all the time. But I think speaking every single day, every single day. Speaking of <laughs> Enneagram threes, we did an episode about me being an Enneagram three. So if you're listening and you want to know more about it, go back and watch that. Watch, literally. What are we doing? Listen. Go back and listen <laughs> to that episode. Okay. Last question before we transition into fully about your business. When you were in high school or in middle school, or really even as a child, did you ever picture yourself having your own business? So, I was actually thinking about this the other day, and looking back, I
2: can definitely tell where those, like, traits had kind of, like, grown in me, and there's kind of building blocks that, like, would point towards that, but when I was there, absolutely not. I could never, like, dream that, like, this is where I I would be in my life right now, but, like, when I was little... I, I remember I would have little jewelry things, and I would make my own jewelry and, like, sell it to my friends for, uh, like, $3 and stuff, uh, and I would do little lemonade stands outside, which is kind of ironic, given right. now. Uh-huh. and then
0: my dad
2: is a business owner, so I've had, like, that influence. You've seen
0: him do that? Yes. So oh, back to you saying you want to get your MBA. Is that like a new addition, like because of potentially Squeezies, or have you always wanted to get your MBA?
2: Well, before even Squeezies, before Squeezies even existed, I had been interested in the MBA because I think I'm just a very business-minded person in general, mm-hmm. and so I thought that would help, like in any route that you want to go to, you can use that. And But now that I have Squeezies, it's even more
0: of like a want. Oh, my gosh. Literally, this is, like, so fun for me to, like, listen to you talk about. I just love hearing what people are passionate about. Mm-hmm. Such a it's type 3 crazy. thing to say. You know me. <laughs> okay, let's talk squeezies. Yes. How did this happen? Where did the idea of a lemonade truck come from? Okay, so... it's Okay, wait, farming- we should probably do, like... Tell them what it is. I feel like we've kind of used that this entire time. Like, oh, okay, okay. Tell them about your business.
2: Okay. So, Squeezies is a lemonade food trailer. And we sell specialty lemonades, regular lemonade, all fresh made right there in the trailer, right in front of you. And we do birthday parties, big events. We do private events
1: all over the place. Awesome. And this is in back in your hometown, right?
0: Yes. Okay. I was hoping you brought it to Birmingham. I'm not gonna lie. That might be in the works. Stop a it. So on cool. patron. Oh my gosh, Kenzie, you have to come to Birmingham. I absolutely would. Yes,
2: we are working on that because Samford's bringing all those food
0: trucks now. <gasps> Stop it. So
2: we're we're in talks right now
0: so with you- Samford. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stop it. That's so cool. I just like got like goosebumps. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're literally thriving. Okay, I'm like, I'm such a geek about businesses. So just talking about this is like getting me like, okay, where's my side hustle? What am I doing? Okay, how did this happen? Let's go back to my original question. I'm getting carried away. How did this happen? Why a lemonade truck?
2: Okay, so I, it all started after my senior year of high school, the summer after that. Because I needed a way to pay for school. My parents weren't going to pay for it. And they were like, we'll help you come up with ideas for how to pay for it. But, like, that's, we're going to make you pay for it. Something that will help grow you in the future and you'll appreciate it more. Like that, which I completely agree with. And I can understand where they're coming from. So, my dad is in, he has several pretzel franchises. And so, I had, like, worked with him and, like, gone through that for the past couple years. And I went to a convention with him, and they were talking about, like, lemonade and stuff for the pretzel, like, within the franchise itself. But we were talking to each other, and we were like, I could do this myself and, like, do it more creatively and a better brand than within the pretzel itself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so we decided then that... That's what I was going to do to make money for college. And he gave me money for a tent and, like, little hand mashers and cups and stuff to start off. And that was almost like a graduation gift. And we started that summer and did, like, festivals, concerts, all kinds of stuff that summer. And I ended up getting enough to pay for school the first year. Stop
0: it. Hold on. (laughs) You made enough money that first amount to pay for Sanford. Yes, over the so
1: summer. So I had a scholarship, but well, yeah, of
0: course.
2: I, yes, that's incredible. It was a lot of hustling, but we—I did it, so we got there.
0: Oh, okay. Tell me more. Keep going.
2: <laughs> so that first year, it was like a lot. The festivals are the big money makers. Okay, but the festivals are also very tiring. It's like early mm-hmm. morning. we oh, You I'm get sure. up six a.m. Like we did the Kentucky State Fair. You get up at six AM, you go there, you don't get home until midnight. No breaks. People Mm are coming, coming, Mm coming. That's an all day thing. But that's what that's the only reason that I was able to like come here was because of hustling like that. So, did that, finally got here, did my whole freshman year, it was amazing. Then in I guess it was January I started looking at trailers. Because setup oh takedown is was just a lot. crazy. Yeah, it's a lot whenever you're doing that many events. And we were doing, like, smashing every lemon manually. It was a lot of work. And so I started looking at horse trailers on, like, Facebook barter and trade and stuff. Like, just completely, like, made for a horse. And so... <laughs> I found one, it was pretty cheap, and I wasn't at home, so my dad and granddad went and got it and picked it up for me, and oh they did all the renovations for me, they're, they're amazing when it comes to like all the handyman stuff, right. and they knew exactly what they were doing, so I would like help pick out like design ideas and stuff, but they were doing all the heavy lifting, right. all that, and we finally finished that in like May. We went a little slower because of COVID happening right, in the middle of right. that, and
0: there wasn't anything to sell. I need at, to look at so, this. Keep going. Yeah. I just <laughs> now I have some, even greater respect for this thing. <laughs> Hold on.
2: So yes, we sold. So we finished that in May, and then
0: we get to May. There's still no events. Right. That was. Oh, yeah, because there was no events because of COVID. COVID. Yeah. So that was like
2: kind of a freak out moment. Like, Uh what are we going to do if we don't have all these? Like, because I had built up like my resume almost and like knew all the events that we were going to go to this summer. It was all planned out already. Mm -hmm. And then we hit a major roadblock this Uh. summer. And we were like, everything's getting canceled one by one by one and our list kept going dwindling and dwindling and so I was like I gotta find a different way to like make this work because we just spent so much money like all the profits from the extra profits on the trailer and like I can't let this go to waste like it's obviously Mm -hmm. a nice like contraption (laughs) like I have to use it and so before before that year, we hadn't didn't have any, like, Instagram or Facebook or anything because it wasn't really a brand-based business. It was more when you go somewhere, like, you, right. you mm-hmm. go to an event and you want lemonade anyway, so you're going to come up and buy lemonade.
0: Right. It wasn't but, about going to shop at Squeezies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But
2: with all of COVID and everything, we kind of had to shift a little bit. Right. And so right. I focused a lot more on brand recognition this year. And so we did small, like, we would set up at a gas station and, like, get, like tell everybody on Facebook and Instagram to come. Mm-hmm. And we would do that. And then we did some lit- smaller events that were still happening, but they weren't very large at all. And then we started getting into private events. So people would call and ask to bring us for, like, a small wedding or a birthday party or something like that.
1: Huh.
2: And we would come do that. And so that has been this summer and we've mm-hmm. just been growing a lot more in the whole brand area which I think this ended up helping me a lot. Yeah. Because now I can use both avenues mm-hmm. of selling in the future whenever the festivals start back up.
1: Right, exactly. Oh my gosh. So personal question question, which do you like better, the like private events or like the big larger events?
2: I definitely like the private events a lot more they're a lot more personal and it's uh-huh, like fun yes. to go to like a cute birthday party or mm-hmm. like events and stuff like that yeah, yeah. the big events is definitely still where it's at like with the money and stuff but it's just a lot more enjoyable mm-hmm. like going throughout the event for the smaller ones
0: okay so when they book you for a small event is there like a flat rate or they pay for the lemonade individually
2: um we do so it depends on the event like if it's a birthday party and they want to pay for all their guests there's always a flat rate for us to come there and then they can pay for the lemonade that their people get or they can have their guests pay for Mm it, depending on the type of event
0: okay so now you have this business right what has something that you just like have not expected about owning your own business like a positive and a negative that you've just, like, Um, found along the way as you've been growing your own brand?
2: um, I guess I'll start with the negative. That way we end on the positive. Perfect. So the negative is just how much work goes into it Mm -hmm. because sometimes you just, like, want to be hanging out with your friends on the weekend, but all the events are on the weekend. You can't hang Mm -hmm. out with your friends. You can't go visit your friends from college because all the big events are in the summer and you're working every day. But the positive on the other end of that is being able to find my college education, not having right. to graduate with debt and getting to like put this on my resume will be
0: incredible. Like Huge, you know, how yeah. many people can say they're running a business like that. But it's yeah. like an actual and- business. Like it's not like an e-commerce business or like <laughs> something where you're like selling like downloadable prints. Those are great businesses. But you have tangibly had to like invest in like actual product essentially and go out and sell it that's amazing what do you like think of for squeezy's in the future like do you ever see you like ending this oh my gosh you should if you bring it to Birmingham do you think you might like do like pepper place or something I've looked into pepper place and
2: I would love to do it but I don't think it's an option because you have to sign up for their whole season and Mm -hmm. so that's a lot when I'm not there when i'm back in kentucky and so it's not feasible to have it yeah but if i brought it here i'm working on getting a car that is has enough towing capacity to pull it because right now i have to use my
0: dad's truck truck (laughs) to pull it (laughs) right so working on that so you might be getting a new car to tow your (laughs) lemonade truck
2: That's probably a little bit in the future, but hopefully,
0: yes.
2: (laughs) Hopefully, at some point, that'll happen. That'll make it a lot more feasible to keep it in Birmingham during the fall and stuff. Where would you put it? Um, they're like little storage. You know where people keep like their storage things if they're Mm -hmm. moving or something. Uh Usually, they have parking
0: places you can park there. That's For a small fee or something. I am just like, I'm just so curious and I have so many questions because this (laughs) is like my dream. Like actually having like a tangible, the fact that you've been able to make enough money off of this to pay for school. Is incredible. Because when people first start businesses, you're looking at like a couple hundred dollars in profit, not thousands and thousands of dollars to pay for a private university. Yeah. Elizabeth that's insane
1: yeah and I feel like a lot of people when they start businesses too, kind of like start small I feel like you just like jump start into small. it and you're like yep I'm paying for college my first couple months on starting a business which is I just so can't cool. believe
0: I just can't believe <laughs> that you just sorry you started the summer before you got to school and it just was so wildly successful from the get-go oh my gosh tell mm-hmm. us about your lemonade products
2: What makes your lemonade,
0: like, special?
2: Oh, so our lemonade, it's so special because we use a whole lemon for each lemonade. In each glass of lemonade? Yes. Yes. And so we hand smush it. Like, we have a little slicer. We slice it. We put our sugar mix in there. And then we have, now we have an electric... Masher. So it'll juice all of the lemons, and you get the lemon rind flavor, which is makes it a lot different than, like, other hand-squeezed lemonade. So you
0: juice an entire lemon, including yes. the rind. Yes, and that so all true. stays in there.
2: And then I have my favorite thing about the lemonade trailer is we have this little water dispenser, almost like whenever you're, like, up at a restaurant and they have the little clicker that'll, like, push out the sodas. Okay. Mm -hmm. We have one just for the water, and, like, it squirts out the water, you fill it up, and then you get to put the lid on it, and you shake it. It's like a lemon shake-up. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we, but there's no holes in the lids, and we have a little puncher, and we punch the hole in the top, and that's where you can put your straw at the end. Yeah. So, it's like a whole experience. It's a whole experience.
0: Yes. And so, this is, like, essentially gourmet lemonade, yes? Yes. Yes. So, what does that look like difference in price wise? How much mm-hmm. do you charge for a lemonade?
2: So, a regular lemonade is $5. Okay. They're, they're 32 ounces. They're pretty big. Oh, That's wow. Huge. And then, yeah. And the flavored ones are $6. And then our signature drinks, like the Ocean Water, Arnold Palmer, are $7. That, that
1: sounds so yummy. I'm like, sounds so good. I want that <laughs> right like now.
0: Get- I want it so bad. I know when I saw that you made it for the girls in the house, I was like, what? Yes. I was like, I need some of this. Uh, okay. So you have gourmet lemonade and you have this amazing product. Now, what? when did you decide to start? Because I'm assuming your cups are customized.
2: Um, are they branded? They're actually, they're not branded. They're okay. completely clear. And okay. branding, I've thought about branding, but I really like just the clear cup. Mm-hmm. And, like, not a, not many lemonade vendors have just a clear cup. They're usually, like, crazy, like, lemons all over it. Look and how cute this is. So you can see is. what's inside.
0: Hold on.
1: <laughs> I've been on their Instagram. Oh, my
0: gosh. With the lemons. I have, too. But I'm just, like, now I'm, like, admiring the cups. Right. Even, even more. We don't think about all these details. With the lemons that are still in there.
1: Yeah, I like the idea of the clear cup because you can see it. Like, I do
0: too. Mm-hmm. yeah, you can and like you... see all of the product, mm-hmm. and it's still easy for people to find because
2: there's not a lot of other people doing clear cups, right, so exactly. they'll know to come to you.
0: So that essentially yeah. kind of is branded. Your brand, yeah, because you are the bit. clear cup. It is a brand. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about branding because we, you know, we're PR majors and like. <laughs> PR love marketing, yes. advertising. You probably can give me some wisdom on this. Would actually. love to. <laughs> Would literally love to. Okay, so what did that process look like transitioning from just like having this lemonade business that showed up at fairs to like I want this to be recognizable.
2: Yes. So that all started with like a logo. So I already have the name Squeezies because I'm Elizabeth. So apostrophe S Squeezies Lemonade, and. I knew I wanted to like make a logo for that, so I just started on the Canva, the like free version of Canva, or like the free months of Pro, uh-huh.
0: and I uh-huh. made
2: all of the logos and stuff. And we put that on Instagram, Facebook, and then it ended up going on the trailer itself. So we have that, and then our like slogan is like "Squeeze the Day," really cheesy, so and cute. cute. So cute. <laughs> And, yeah, our branding just, like, started from that simple logo and the trailer itself and kind of basing everything off the mood of the trailer and the mm-hmm. logos. Mm-hmm.
0: And then so you went with more of your colors are an interesting choice. Yes. it's Instead of going with, like, the classic yellow, you have, like, a mint green.
2: Yes. Why? Yes. So the idea behind that was to emphasize the freshness of the lemonade rather than just being like a regular lemon shake Lemonade. Right.
0: Yes. (laughs) What? Oh, my gosh. I'm just like so overwhelmed. I I don't know. I'm like starstruck right now. (laughs) What what flavor is the one that is like blue? That's the ocean water. Ocean water. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: What is that? That might
0: be a dumb question. So that
2: is – no, not a dumb question. So <laughs> the sparkling lemonade with coconut and blue Powerade.
0: <laughs> oh, I need that. How did you come Holy up – sorry, I feel like I'm fangirling and asking so many questions. How did you come up with all the recipes? Um, me and my
2: brother sat in the kitchen for, like – and we just tested them out for days until we got, like, a good ratio on stuff. We knew that we wanted ocean water because my brother is obsessed fr- with the ocean water from Sonic, and so we knew oh. we had to do, like, a twist on that. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes, yeah, so that's where the ocean water came from. And then Arnold Palmer, everybody likes tea and lemonade.
1: Yeah. And then Mission we have out.
2: a Kentucky Classic, so that's mint and ginger ale and lemonade. So that's, like, Kentucky Derby vibes
0: almost. Yeah.
1: Sounds so good. This is so much fun to hear about. I know. Was there a flavor (laughs) that you guys tried and it was, like, horrible? Like, that you tried to make?
2: (laughs) (laughs) There was one. I'm trying to remember what it was, though, because we scratched it immediately. We were like, no way. I think it was something with, like, it was not cherries because we we do limeade, and so we're looking into doing a cherry limeade for next season. We don't have that on the menu right Susan. now, but, oh my yeah. <laughs> and please
1: then, bring us to Birmingham. <laughs> please, I want to go.
2: I want to so bad. So, we'll try to. We're trying hard.
0: I feel starstruck. I know yeah. I keep yeah. saying yeah. that, but, wow.
2: <laughs> I wish I
0: remember what that flavor was. I can't remember it, though. <laughs> it was terrible. Awful. <laughs> That's <laughs> amazing. Okay, so... Now to kind of like wrap this all up in a pretty bow. We've talked about how much of a boss lady you are. And Mm -hmm. I feel like all this could feel really intimidating for someone listening. Like, okay, this girl literally launched a business and it was so successful right off the bat. Like, that sounds super unattainable. What is your advice for someone to just like start a business and make it happen?
2: My advice would be if you're going to do it just go for it jump right in don't wait until you feel like you have all the answers because you never will feel like that Mm -hmm. and so you just kind of have to jump in full force and change things along the way if they're not working and that's the only way that you're gonna get better is if you just start
0: I mean that's incredible I feel Yeah, I mean, you can't say it better. It comes to a point where it's just, like, you kind of just have to have the courage to, like, believe in yourself and believe in something you're passionate about and just go for it. Yeah, definitely. That's the hardest part. is, like, the biggest testament to that. So, honestly, all of you out there who are sitting there and you have all these excuses for why it doesn't work, Elizabeth is a full-time college student, a pre-farm major, and she's running her own (laughs) business. Y'all, you have the time to do do it. it. You can do it. Right. (gasps) Elizabeth. Thank you so much for coming on the She's Gone yes. podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm just, I'm so glad that you came. And I feel like everyone is going to be obsessed with this episode mm-hmm. because we have <laughs> lots of people who are like super into like starting their own business. So this is an amazing episode. Do you want to like plug yourself? Like um, plug sure. Squeezies, plug your personals?
2: Yes. You can find Squeezies on Instagram, squeeze.es. Same on Facebook. And then my personal Instagram is just Elizabeth underscore William.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, guys, I think it's pretty safe to say Elizabeth and Squeezies is going places.
0: She's going places, baby. <laughs> All right, Elizabeth, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We love you. <laughs> Bye, guys.
1: Bye.